Blood of Brilliance presents The Christian Body Reality Podcast, and I am your host, Bushnell. In this podcast, I share with you about my journey on becoming the Christian Body and highlight on femininity, personal development, and mindset. Yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift of God, which is why we call it the present. Let's talk about being present as a Christian body. If you just know you're that girl, you just have no choice but to be that girl. And I feel like I'm that girl. We can't control the past or the future. Some of us live in a state of thinking that our best was in the past. All the opportunities we could have had that would have been life-changing are in the past. We forget that our past is frozen. Then there's some of us who live in the future, who are chasing the next goal, the next dream, the next house, just chasing, chasing, chasing. But in this episode, I wanna talk about being present. Something I'm learning and something I honestly want to share with you and I believe is life-changing as well. So this whole concept came to me because I noticed how the enemy can use our minds. I constantly say this, our minds is a spiritual war zone. So how the enemy can use us thinking of the past to bring in guilt and shame or of the future to bring in lust and pride and greed, you see? But being present allows me to do so many other things of God and experience God in a whole different way. And so I'm going to share with you some of the things that God has put in my heart to share about this and things that I'm also learning. So I can't wait to hear how the Holy Spirit just ministers to both you, the listener, and me. (laughs) So being grateful is what I'm going to start with. You've probably heard of the saying, stop and smell the roses, stop and smell the flowers. Basically, it's just reminding you that there are good things that are happening around you. And I read this somewhere or I listened to this on a podcast where it said, the enemy is so busy trying to make your blessings not look like blessings so that you can not see the blessings and be grateful. For example, um, you're so, you have so much pressure in, in work that you forget the blessing of you have a job that you have probably been paying for for ages. And this bit of pressure... I was watching a sermon on from Pastor Stephen Fartik about this, and he mentioned that his uh, someone was in the had this phrase that went like, "I'm blessed, but so yes, you're blessed, but there's pressure on you know the things that God has blessed you with." And if I can just read a little bit of what he said. The presence of blessing doesn't mean the absence of pressure. 
and I think that's something we forget. Just because you're blessed with kids and you've been praying with for kids doesn't mean they're not going to frustrate you at some point, you know? I think it's sometimes you just got to say thank you that you have that frustration. One thing about me is I have learned to say thank you, God, that I have parents who can irritate me because they are, I have a friend who's an orphan, you know? She doesn't have parents to irritate, who irritate her. She doesn't have parents who give her rules. But I do. I do have parents who give me rules and, you know, are constantly just telling me, do this and do that. And I thank God that I have that. I thank God that I can experience even arguments with my parents. Because my friend can't. She cannot experience arguments with her parents. And I have that. And I'm really grateful. And... I remember Pastor Stephen Furtick mentioned in the lines of people in the West have <laughs> rich people problems, you know, being overweight. They have so much food that their problem is being overweight. While people in in other areas barely have food, you know, with the economy being crazy like in my country yo our president yo i'm i'm gonna need to pray for that man because woof, he is drowning us in taxes and the poor can't even afford to a good meal a decent meal you know of late i've just been seeing so many families so many kids on the streets begging and that means that yo these guys are hungry you know so being grateful, yeah, that, that bit of pressure, it shouldn't let you drown out what God is doing, what God has done. Um, being grateful is also a weapon. Again, just like I say, self-awareness is a weapon. Um being grateful is also a weapon, a spiritual weapon that defeats the enemy. Because he doesn't want you to be grateful. And there are so many verses in the Bible that says, "In be grateful, be grateful, be grateful. You know, even as you pray, be grateful. Because there's so much power in being grateful. Actually, you being grateful allows God to even bless you more. And of course, the enemy doesn't want you to be blessed. Another bit about being grateful is it allows you to focus on the blessings. You being, I have, I have a journal and every day I write in my journal and before I, after reaching the date and before I write anything else, I have to write what I'm grateful for every day. So it can be as simple as I'm grateful for my phone to I'm grateful to the pen that I'm using to write it with but basically it always reminds me that I have something to be grateful for no matter how bad of a day I've heard no matter how bad of a situation I'm in it always reminds me that I have something to be grateful for and sometimes you know things could be so bad you, you, all you got is oh lord I am grateful that I have an opportunity to just you know be here and know you and experience you so basically being grateful is something i'm learning there's so much power to it there's so much power in being grateful and honestly i think me telling you that it's a weapon (laughs) 
should be should be something another bit is living in surrender Ooh, yeah so i have this image of surrender that came to mind to me um yesterday and the image of surrender that comes to mind like when we watch action movies is when somebody surrenders when somebody puts their hands up they're telling their opponent their enemy that yo or even when the cop gets some criminal when the person puts their hands up it shows yo i have no way i am not going to fight you i am willing to go with you you have the power now you can take you can have access to me and you can do what you wish i will not resist i will not put up a fight and so that image is what comes to mind when i say living in surrender and i believe that's what god wants us to do put your hands up (laughs) and you go like yo i will not resist something i do sometimes i oh my goodness i resist the workings of the lord in my life just like i feel i'm resisting something right now so i think i'm a a, yeah you know what i'm saying a few announcements well you might have noticed already we have changed the name of the podcast from Christian It Girl to Christian Buddy, you know, a baddie. So the philosophy is the same behind it. Both an It Girl and a Buddy are women who have influence, but the Christian It Girl, the Christian Buddy, has influence for God and lives in such a way that her life is something people want to emulate and become like. And whatever she does is she's doing it for god and so basically everything i shared on the first episode of this podcast who is a christian eight girl and eight things um that have happened to me ever since i embraced this lifestyle still applies okay the second announcement is we have an instagram page just for this podcast christian buddy podcast on instagram or just christian buddy the link is in the description box. <laughs> okay, let me let me let let me encourage us. Let, let us encourage each other. You know, just sharing so many, so much in the stories, and I have so so much idea, so many ideas to for the um, content, and yay! I'm so excited, guys. So yeah, definitely follow. And if you want to reach out to me, you can now as well, of course, Ovi, on my on the podcast page on Instagram. If you got born again just by listening to this episode, let me know. Let me know. If you want to be discipled as well, let me know. <laughs> okay, cool. Have a good one. Still on surrender let's just be real and acknowledge that it's actually really hard to surrender because we were in control you know we want control and because we are uncertain we 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 know that jesus has great plans for us we do but yet we're still uncertain because we love knowing what's going to happen next again it goes back to control you see what i'm saying and there was a point I had to surrender some things 
of course we have to surrender daily but there was a point where i had to surrender certain things and i knew it was for the best but i remember sharing with somebody that i felt sad because i am being told to surrender something that i felt i needed because i'd invested in it i had attached myself to that thing and i knew that it was the right thing to do to surrender but yeah i did not i i found it difficult but i eventually surrendered it are there bits of me that thinks about it here and there yes and i do repent <clears throat> excuse me but yeah it's a hard thing it is but then constantly reminding myself that god has something better for me in store just gives me the energy to <laughs> you know it gives me the energy to my mom used to say if you get a certain grade she should buy for me a certain doll and excuse me and that was motivation to study because you know you know at the end of this this is what happens and i believe that's something just as an encouragement to honestly for anyone who needs to surrender right now it gets better you know this is a reminder even for me it gets better and then of course why is it necessary to surrender because this life is not your own once you become a christian it stops being your own you know you were bought with a very high price jesus himself died for you you know when you were still a sinner he died for you and his blood was shed for you and honestly the least you could do is just to surrender and trust that he got you honestly again i am speaking to myself again just a reminder of that of what god did of what jesus did for me at the cross you know so living in surrender and that pushes us to be present because you're constantly reminding yourself yo not by might not by power but by your spirit that you are in constant like you are reminding yourself you just have to stop resisting that you are now under the supreme power of the lord and you gotta do what he says because you know like the cops when the criminal surrenders he's like yo now you gotta do what i say so if i say put your hands in the back you put your hands in your back cooperate and if you cooperate it's gonna be good for you it's gonna be easy for you yeah and yeah again just living in surrender living in surrender praise as long as i'm breathing i've got a reason to praise the lord oh my soul i love that song they love even the choir version of it oh, beautiful so one thing i'm learning and i've learned and i'm and i'm constantly learning and i'm adapting is praising god regardless and literally just praise him you know and i love the version um devos in the morning that run for the prayer beat it has a section of praise before even going to share your concerns with god 
it allows you to praise God first. It gives a verse and tells you, can you praise God for just through this verse, meditate on it and praise God from what you learn from it. And on my Bible journal, my journal for just writing Christian related stuff, I, after writing the dates, I write a praise. Like I praise God first before writing any other thing that I'd want to write. Maybe a Bible verse, something is speaking to me. Like I have to write a praise first. So in my other journal, I write a gratitude, something I'm grateful for. And in my Bible journal, I write a praise to God. I praise him. Just a few sentences. So it can be longer for you if you want, but I praise God first. Because sometimes we might forget. We might be in so much heart or in so much joy that we forget. So I think for me, learning to praise God regardless of the circumstance, because he's still God in the mountains and in the valleys. And I know this is so hard to say when you're in a dark spot, but he is still God. He doesn't change. Thankfully, he doesn't change. Also, praise invites God to your situation and circumstance. It it gets his attention when you praise God. You know, it gets his attention. And I come from a community where praises, not even to, like praising somebody is part of our lifestyle. And our men, ooh, our men praise women thoroughly. You know, that's why they're most, the most romantic in the country. These men praise the women thoroughly. You know, they know how what to say and when to say it. And it always grabs attention. It always grabs the, the, the person's attention. And honestly, if I do want something from someone and I feel like, you know, there might be resistance, I start off by praising the person, you know, I cannot, giving them a bigger title. For example, um, something that I notice we do a lot is instead of calling the security guard the security guard, we'd call him soldier or, um, you know, boss. Just give him a higher raise, and he'll feel like, yeah, this person sees that I'm not just a security guard. And, you know, th there's a treatment you get. I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying that's what um, happens with guard. But the thing is, it's, it, it it takes his attention, you know? It's like, oh, I'm being praised somewhere, you know? And, it, and I believe that's something we'd want. We'd want God to... We'd, we'd want to take... Not that God is never watching. He's constantly watching us. But we'd want him to have a keen attention on us. Like, yo, God, pay attention. I'm, about, I'm praising you, my God, you know? And to be honest, if... That's something David did a lot. And I'm learning that from David. Actually, that's somebody who I learned it from. He praised God while in the caves. And he praised God while in the palace. And he told his wife, Michal, Yo, I don't care if I get undignified. I will praise the Lord. And that's that's a song I really love by dancing Dunsin or ye kun or ye kan yeah called undignified and then praise shifts perspective it shifts perspective so you stop focusing on the problem and you start focusing on God and there's a song called Big God by Terry Ann where 
the remedy for big odds is a big god so stop telling your problems to god stop telling your god your problems and start telling your problems about your big god you know god jesus gave us the power to speak and authority to speak over mountains and tell it to move and it will move the story of zerubbabel what is that mountain before you zerubbabel it shall become as a plane you know because you have the backing of the lord praise changes your perspective isn't it beautiful when you stop looking at the problem and you start looking at God? To be honest, that's just how you live a stress-free life, a worry-free life. You know, you don't get wrinkles. You don't get wrinkles. Worry brings wrinkles and stress and all that. So praise, praise, praise makes you happy. You know how they say you cannot, um, if you are... If you're upset, if you smile, it changes your mood internally. Just smile. If no matter how sad you are, if you smile, physically it changes your mood internally. And I think that's the same for praise. It's like the smile. When you praise, it changes your spiritual mood. You see? Like a smile. Like a smile. Yeah. I like that. Being present allows you to hear from God. Ah, man, I think this is the biggest reason for me personally why I wanted to practice being present. It's because I want to hear from God. Because God is always speaking. You just have to listen. He's always speaking like a radio frequency. There's a channel radio right now that's speaking but because i haven't tuned into it i won't hear it so unless i tune into it that's when i'll hear that channel and so hearing god and well i was just you know trying to find out more about this hearing god and being present so that you can hear god i came to the findings that sin hinders us from hearing god you know god is holy and it makes sense why sin will hinder us from hearing god and so being present allows you to practice repentance being present allows you to notice when you're going wrong and just let god move you and direct you in a manner that will not lead you to sin you know and even when you sin because you're human you repent of it sometimes i do something like let's say i sing a secular song not the whole verse not the whole just you know a bit of it and i go like oops sorry you know and <laughs> i know that sounds so minute for others but for me it's it's a big deal Again, I've shared before that secular music and I, we cannot intertwine. I just have to, you know, for me, it's it's a big deal. So how I, how I use my voice is a big deal. So that being said, I don't think I would have been able to say sorry, realize that I'm doing something wrong if I'm not present. And sometimes you, you're doing something 
like last week at work i was having a conversation as journalists we have we can we can disagree to disagree and just you know it's it's just our way of life and so i was listening to people who are non-christians and yo wow like people have twisted thoughts out here like yo like yay (laughs) and i felt the holy spirit nudge me to just study the bible plan that i was supposed to study at that moment and i kept on ignoring and ignoring and when i eventually did i was like oh my goodness this is why the holy spirit wanted me to study it because it will have equipped me for the conversation that we were having and so that nudge that conviction that happens when you're present as well when you when you're in your presence you understand that hmm something i and you follow it up because i don't think i was really present to be honest i was just floating and maybe if i was present i would have adhered to that and you know listened and followed that and just read the bible plan early so yeah i was listening to someone today and it was just about be careful who you listen to when you're vulnerable who who uh, who who are you listening to who are you giving your ear when you're vulnerable when you're about to bath your destiny when you are about to you know go after your purpose who are you giving an ear you know what i'm saying and then finally it takes away worry matthew chapter 6 matthew chapter 6 this is the beautiful portion of scripture that talks about do not worry about anything you know if god feeds the sparrows if he dresses the lilies what about you who he died for you know, he died for you. Not the uh, lilies or the sparrows. He died for you. He made you in his image. So don't worry. You know, it has also the verse of tomorrow we'll worry about for itself. I have been practicing that of late. Yo! Not to be my own drum, but yo, I have been practicing that of late. I'm like, why am I thinking about this? And it's set for, you know, tomorrow or the day after. I'll deal with it tomorrow with the grace for tomorrow today's grace is sufficient for today and let me deal with whatever i have to deal with for today and so uh, i I can honestly just tell you this allows you to rest in god you know and as feminine women we need rest you know to look good to just be you know just rest generally and so this whole boss babe thing hustle culture where it glorifies sleeping for only three hours or whatever it ain't cool you you deserve rest and true rest is found in god because yeah you can sleep you know eight hours a night and then wake up so tired wake up having had nightmares Oof, i really hate that (laughs) and so you wake up really tired frustrated whatever but when it comes to excuse me when i say whatever honestly excuse me when it comes to resting in god there's just this assurance that he got you there's this assurance that all all is well you don't know how you don't know when but you just know that he's on the throne and that he is handling everything and that is the kind of rest you need in the lord
So that's it for episode three of season two. Until next time, have a good one. Thank you for listening. Remember, women glow differently when they see themselves the way God does. Subscribe to the podcast, give the podcast a rating to help the podcast reach other ladies, and follow the podcast on Instagram.